0: This is Oni's on Opa's, a K-drama fan podcast where we talk about our favorite K-drama things, including our favorite K-drama boyfriends,
1: a.k.a. Opa's. We are your metaphorical big sisters, a.k.a. Oni's. I'm Susie, And I am Lynn. Suze, what are you watching these days? Oh my goodness, Lynn, what am I watching these days? So... We are actually together in the same room at this moment. So exciting. So exciting. Rarely happens. (laughs) It's not going to happen a lot. Yeah, but we thought this is an opportunity to not only record things together, but also watch things Mm -hmm. together. So we are started. We have started Snowdrop. Yeah. On Disney Plus with my favorite, current favorite Opa, Jung Hae-in and Miss Jisoo from mm. Blackpink. Mm. And yeah, it's intense. It's like at an 11 at all times. All the time. To- well, like the first, what, the first two
0: episodes were like pretty chill. And, yeah. then-, and
1: then it just went Voot! <laughs> to the stratosphere and so we needed a little break yeah need a little break but it's really good it's very compelling and it's very tight but and those episodes are long they are long. an hour and a half each and there's 16 of them oh goodness well but... and
0: each one is like a feature film practically yeah. in length and then the intensity is just kind mm. of exhausting it's very
1: stressful it's yeah. very stressful so far we've only gone to episode five with we're through five, five at this point, five. so we'll so see. <laughs> so we're buddy watching that, and I have been going through Lawless Lawyer mm-hmm. with Legion Key and Soiji, and it's okay. Mm. It's okay. I'm up to episode. Hmm, I want to say like seven ish yeah I can't even remember like it's like not somewhere in the middle (laughs) it's not that important to me right now you know it's not a slog but it's also not like a super gripping my attention thing everyone is doing great in it but it's uh the story itself I feel like needs some work and direction better direction so you know I'm going through it it's all right I'm gonna finish it I'm sure but it's not a priority in life, yeah. I guess it's not one I want to just like binge right because right. I can't wait to see, yeah, yeah, what's happening next. So, anyway, a solid C right now, <laughs> you pass, right? But barely, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you never know, it could you, it could end up really grabbing you later on because that does happen, yeah. I mean,
1: I mean the story is clipping a pace like they are moving forward um so you know i have hope that it'll be more focused because it kind of meanders a little bit it takes little detours that did not feel necessary Mm -hmm. or could be structured better to have a better continuity so hopefully they're gonna just like hone in on the thing that they're trying to achieve yeah (laughs) and keep going so Yeah, well, what are you watching? What am I watching? Well, this past week,
0: I just watched. Two Cops, Mm -hmm. with our OPA of this episode, Kim Son Ho. I watched it specifically so that we could talk about it, and it would be fresh in my memory, because (laughs) uh, as we both know, sometimes I don't remember things that well after a while. (laughs) So I just watched that, and obviously I'll talk about that more later, but that was so enjoyable. I watched it in like three days, I think. Mm. And... Uh, as you said, we're watching Snowdrop together. And then after I finished Two Cops, I watched the very beginning of The Sound of Magic. Mm-hmm. Which, you know this, Suze. People listening will not know. I like to go into a drama knowing as little as possible. Mm-hmm. I don't even read the posts in English on instagram about upcoming dramas because i just don't want to know what's you know what's gonna be happening so i really went in cold and was very surprised that it was a musical <laughs> but you find that out immediately like the first thing is a big musical number so um but so far i mean i only got halfway through the first episode before i fell asleep but which is not i mean it was like one o'clock in the morning that was not a it's not not an editorial comment on the show um but it's so far it's a lot of high school kids being mean which is Mm. not my favorite thing Mm. anywho um you know i'll definitely watch more of it i imagine i'll get to the end of it cuz it's so short mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and I'm, I'm intrigued by the fact that it's so different mm-hmm. like
1: it's a whole whole other thing so i mean i wonder well we'll have to do more research on it but i i wonder if it's the first musical korean drama mm. ever
0: i don't know i
1: wonder cuz i feel like i have not really seen or heard of a proper musical format Korean drama before. Yeah. So, genre busting? Right? Possibly.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to watch that one next because I can't remember what they're calling it in English because this... Yeah, Youth
1: MT or something. Oh, right.
0: Youth... Yeah, I don't remember what they're calling it on Vicky, but it comes out like next week, this um variety show Mm -hmm. that has the casts reunited from love in the moonlight and the sound of me of the sound of magic (laughs) and uh itaewon class class. so i'm so excited for that so i felt like well i should you know especially since this show is short Mm -hmm. i should go ahead and try and watch it before that show comes out Mm because i don't know what the format of that is going to be if they're going to be all mixed together or what so Mm -hmm. But I am super looking forward to that show with Bogumi and PSJ (laughs) and all
1: of the friends. Oh, explanatory comma. We call actors that we've seen in various (laughs) different dramas friends. So if we have seen them before and we see them again, they are automatically our friend. Yes. So looking for friends in Korean dramas is a big thing for us
0: it's that is true that is i mean that really is one of the my main criteria for choosing what i'm gonna watch is (laughs) like well what friends are in it
1: (laughs) so it just heightens the enjoyment of watching something when you've seen you know all these basically character actors Mm -hmm. just kind of show up in You know, different characters and different dramas and, you know, some are quite prolific and um, we will have some episodes on our favorites that have our favorite friends, as it were, um, later on down the road. So look forward to that.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, and... If we want to just segue into the main discussion. <laughs> I mean, Kim Son Ho is one of my most favorite friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of the shows that we have on our docket to talk about today, I have seen all of them. <laughs> which will not be the case in every episode that we will both have seen all right. of the shows. Right. Or that either one of us will have seen all of the shows. Mm-hmm. But I really, really, really love him. He's real. <laughs> I mean, he's probably one of my favorite actors full Mm -hmm. stop like you know nationality Mm -hmm. aside Mm -hmm. i just think he's tremendously gifted and so enjoyable Mm -hmm. to watch
1: yes i agree and i think it's important to note also that you know he's one of the first korean actors you've seen because the first korean drama you saw was Startup. startup, startup. But we talked a little bit about in the
0: yeah. in our introductory episode. Yeah. But
1: yeah, yeah let's, yeah, let's get into it. Start so, <laughs> startup. So, generally, you know, as we've said in our first episode, we love startup. Love startup is great. It's one of the good gateway dramas mm-hmm. for people who have never seen Korean dramas. If you want to try. It's a very accessible yeah. the world that they built is like very understandable um, you know every aspect of, of it is like well executed mm-hmm. and something that I think we really liked is how it has sort of three leads instead yeah. of two main leads and two supporting leads right you know like sort of your classic structure of Korean dramas usually right which makes it, more interesting and there's more like sort of guessing game about like what's going to happen what is this dynamic instead of a pat like oh we know the main lead and the main main male female lead are going to be together and that's like the trajectory but there's just like more in play other than romance because they're always also working together and there's that dynamic and that just like worked really well and I think is Different from a lot of yeah other Korean dramas. Yeah, so.
0: well, and since it was the first one that I had seen, I had no way of knowing that that was sort of anomalous. Mm-hmm. That you mm-hmm. know, three equal lead structure, and the fact that she really could have ended up with either one of them. Like it was not clear mm-hmm. for a long mm-hmm. time who. Domi was go- going to end up with and mm-hmm. she could have ended up with either one of them and unlike what I've since discovered as I've watched many many more Korean dramas <laughs> like either one of them would have been a happily ever after like right. Domi and Gpyon could have had a happily yes. ever after yes.
1: yeah I think most viewers would not begrudge that ending right you know because it's nothing it's just kind of like how life goes right like you break up with your first boyfriend or whatever like it's not her first boyfriend, but yeah. You break up with a boyfriend, you get separated by distance and time. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there is somebody who you have worked alongside for a long time, has been a family friend, and sort of naturally segueing into a romance is like not unheard of. Right. And I think everyone will be okay with that. Yeah. So that was just very nice to feel like, oh, there's not just uh, like a second lead who is just you're just wrong for each other, or you're like a terrible person. terrible person, <laughs> which is a lot of perfaces. Yes. Yeah. There's yes. A,
0: there's a lot of that. Yeah. Right. But yeah. you know, it made the um as you were saying earlier, it made the drama so compelling because you really didn't
1: know who mm-hmm. she was going to end mm-hmm. up with. Mm-hmm. Um and that's also power of performance from Kim mm, Son Ho. I feel like yeah. he played Ji Pyong as somebody who is really starving for love. Yes. Right? Like yeah. since he was little, you know, that connection with um how many, mm-hmm. you know, just wanted to be somebody's family because yeah. he does not have one, right? Um, you know that driving force of his character. You can feel his sort of a point where he really can thought he could have it. Mm. This particular kind of love, right, right, right. and it was crushing yeah. when he. D- he decided, like, oh, it's not happening. Right. But also, ji Pyeong, everybody loves you. It might not be romantic love, but you are totally part of that family right. now. yeah. So having that for him was, like, really beautiful to see um, his progression from this super, super lonely orphan into yeah. a part of somebody's family.
0: Yeah. Well, and speaking of, you know, being super, super lonely, I mean, I think, again you were saying the power of his performance going back and watching it. I don't remember that. I noticed this the very first time that I watched it, but going back and rewatching it, I really noticed how many scenes he has that are alone. And Mm -hmm. there are a lot of scenes of just him on his own, watching what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And that as an actor is not, you know, playing those kind of scenes where you're reacting off of no other actors Mm -hmm. is not an easy task and he's so skillful at doing it and his face is so expressive Mm -hmm. um, you know that he can just make these scenes I mean when I was re-watching some of the scenes in preparation for our conversation today just like just watching him on his own watching what other people are doing makes me choked up because he's so good at his job Mm -hmm. um i mean i think that that is really a testament to him Mm -hmm. and i mean also the fact that they wrote it and filmed it like that i mean as you said earlier it's executed on the highest level in every way Mm -hmm. so not surprisingly But, um, you know, I just was so moved by those scenes of him on his own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then also the scenes of him with other people. I mean, it's so interesting to see how Ji Pyeong changes as a character around. I mean he really is so different depending on he's different when he's with hominy, he's mm-hmm. different again when he's with Dami. He's different again when he's with Dosan. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're like all different mm-hmm. facets of his character. Yes.
1: yes. Show us people contain multitudes. You are not one thing. You can be this lonely kid. You can be this guy who is pining for this girl. And also somebody who's reluctantly becoming a brother to this kid who has no sense. (laughs) (laughs) Has no common sense. Oh, like all those things can be true. And you can also be a super hard driving boss at work Mm. who really wants success and wants your employees to like do a good job. You know, like all that is in one person. And that is possible to be and to show in a show yeah yeah excellent
0: well let's talk about uh good boy and harmony
1: oh
0: that's really the beginning oh. of his sort of emotional opening up right i mean he's mm-hmm. so shut down emotionally mm-hmm. and then harmony
1: comes in
0: and just starts to wiggle her way
1: into his heart a little bit. I mean, one corn dog at a time, <laughs> one banana milk at a time. Oh, the tiny oh. banana ooey! My oh. goodness, that combo so made good. me hungry every time.
0: It makes <laughs> me laugh so much that he's such a like fashion plate. And I mean, I'll just say now because I've said it so many times off mic. I think his coats are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> i mean especially getting towards the end of the drama he wears the dumbest coats but um you know he's so stylish and that's so that that appearance is so important to him but good boy loves a corn dog like those two things are not opposed in his world
1: <laughs> oh i want to give a shout out to Namdarum, who was baby jipyong yes who really set up the tone for you know jipyong's journey yeah and also look out for an episode about our favorite noodles <sighs> aka the little babies. kid actors who either play younger versions of people or a character in their own right in some dramas but um, yeah we will also have we'll talk about them as well yeah. but he oh so good and also like He is everyone's younger version. (laughs) Right. He's been in so many. It's amazing. Yeah. He's always, (laughs) he's
0: always a younger version of one of the lead characters. It's so interesting. Except not anymore because now he's getting too big to do that. Surely
1: he'll soon be able to, you know, be himself as a character throughout. (laughs) And and I I will will be there for it. (laughs) I will be
0: the Namdarum stan right there on episode one for that
1: but yes how many I mean all the way always behind him always supporting him never doubting him I mean that heartbreaking scene when he just had that super fight with like just beat down with Mm -hmm. Dosan yeah and he's just like over there just like I am NOT a good boy Look at what I just did. And she's like, No way, man. <laughs> right? No way. You are still a good boy. Like, oh and then It's making me all choke. I up. know. My oh, favorite so favorite scene is like when at the end, of course, she comes over and she's just like, Don't be so lonely. And he's just crying. And, and I, I want you kind. to
0: I want you to come to me all the time, no yes. matter what's going on. Yeah okay Ooh. we need to move on or we're just <laughs> we're most, just gonna, have we're a just gonna both right be like boo-hoo, <sighs> boo-hoo, boo-hoo, boo-hoo. but
1: yes thank you Money, for being everybody's oh. Money. just yeah you know because who knows what how he would have turned out if he never met her right you know because i feel like because of her he was able to like keep some kind of kindness and humility and humanity mm-hmm. in him even though he's in this sort of like cutthroat business of finance you know i feel like he's able to sort of i don't know show a kinder side even though he reluctantly does it right. he doesn't like to be the nice
0: guy yeah well and he doesn't think of himself right. like that i mean right. he's not fronting when he says don't call me good boy like mm-hmm. he doesn't think of himself right as a good person
1: yeah but other people see that in mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And it does show sometimes subconsciously, like he will do things, I think, without really thinking about this is a good deed. Mm. This is something a good boy would do. Yeah. And he just does it and doesn't realize that this is what he's doing. Yeah. So, oh, Jipyong, our good boy forever. <sighs>
0: he is <teen laughs> good boy. Yeah. Um, you know, and like I was saying before, he's, you know, so he's that way. He's very gentle with Hominy, mm-hmm. And then he's like a different, a different person when he's with Domi. Mm-hmm. Still very gentle. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I love this show and I have no qualms with the way it ended. On the other hand, there's a part of my heart that's like, I want to see the fan fiction of like the, the, story where where Domi and Ji Pyong end up together right because <laughs> yes. I mean I think that in some ways they really complement each other well mm-hmm. too when mm-hmm. you know when when he's like sort of apologizing for being harsh or mm-hmm. whatever and mm-hmm. she says I never you know yeah. I didn't think you were harsh like you told the truth mm-hmm. and uh I mean and she's like well maybe you offended me like three times <laughs> <laughs> but you know I mean they're so she's so resilient and they're both so forthright right um that I you know I mean I think that they are great friends for each other
1: yeah and he was a great mentor to Mm. her because he was exactly the kind of person she needed Mm -hmm. to get her on the right path yeah um he's Here's another, like, that's like another great thing about Ji Pyong is I feel like he can be exactly the kind of person each person needs, right? Mm. Like, with Halmani, he is a family member that can help her, but also needs help. And, you know, they can have that kind of relationship. With Dalmi, he can be this friend, mentor, right? Kind of thing. And with Do San, he can be brother, reluctant mentor. <laughs> <laughs> does not want to do it but you know he does it anyway because it's a good cause you right. know in the beginning it is like this thing related to wanting to help many, you know so i just feel like he without changing himself yeah can like adapt to okay this is what this person needs from me mm-hmm. i can give that to them yeah. instead of just being one kind of person and each person has to adapt to him yeah he really can like provide the thing that is needed at the right time Mm.
0: that's such a good insight i just when you were saying about being reluctant (laughs) brother to dose on it just made me think of the scene early on in the um is it the networking meeting is that what they call it nj's oh yeah Mm -hmm. the whole event that is like the you know Uh starter incident of this whole thing Uh, when he pulls Dosan to the side and is like, you know, just look like you're talking to me. And Dosan's like, oh, what do I say? He's like, let's just say the words to the national anthem.
1: (laughs) That part is so funny to me. Oh, I love it because they're like doing it in a like conversation cadence Mm -hmm. and it was just hilarious. Yeah. One scene that really shows that as well is when Dalmy texts Dosan.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> oh, and yes. then
1: Dosan's like, what do I say? And he's like trying to say something and then ends it with a k-k-k. Right. And he goes <laughs> like, delete k Right. <laughs> what are you doing? Right. I love that exchange so much because he's just like, why are you so inept at texting girls? <laughs> like, right. how can you not know how to do this? Pretty basic thing at your age, yeah, kind of thing, yeah. which oh, does on we'll no talk more sense. about
0: that when we talk about Namjoo Hyuk yeah. in a different episode, exactly.
1: But, yeah, but oh. yeah, just uh, their relationship is so funny and like grows beautifully out of you know, like brothers do, right? They like there's moments of resentment, you know, like brothers do, they had fights, but they also like come together when it's a common cause. Yeah. You know, when they both went to terrible Alex to mm-hmm. save. Right. Noongil. Yeah. You know, separately, but realizing together that they like want the same thing. Yeah, You know, that was really, really great.
0: I think it's emblematic of their relationship. And it just makes me laugh so hard <laughs> yeah. at the very end or close to the very end when, um, Ms. Yoon, my fave <laughs> uh, neck pillow asks Ji Pyong, you know, go get that investment in the Chenggyong mm-hmm. company for the self-driving cars. Like we wanna be in on that investment. And Ji-Pyong is very reluctant About it and so he goes And (laughs) talks to Do-San And they have the whole conversation And you know eventually Do-San agrees Because he's like because it's a real investment Like I didn't want your charity Mm -hmm. I want you to have respect For us and really Mm -hmm. want to invest That's a great scene Mm -hmm. Um, But then like They go to shake on it at the end (laughs) Ji-Pyong takes his one Little finger the one little finger (laughs) Shake (laughs) that <laughs> oh, makes me laugh but then but then they eventually like do a sort
1: of awkward like bro hug, hug and, oh, oh my goodness, goodness. Just i mean them. this is also the strength of kim's uh kim son ho is he's so adept at like segueing from the dramatic to yes. the comedic and back again like it's so believable it yeah. was never awkward it was never slapstick yeah you know i i all of the, like, sort of comic relief timing were so great mm. that, you know, you're saved from being just, like, sort of at this, like, level of intensity or one note yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I just feel like he navigates that, like, super well. Yeah. Um, so you can, like, freely laugh at, like, his jokes because they are genuinely funny. Yeah. <laughs> but then you believe when he's being heartfelt or being dramatic or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, Kim on Ho, hello. Uh, right. It's a star. It's a he, star. He
0: is a star. He is a star. And Startup is just. <sighs> Go check it always. out, people. Always. Startup,
1: so good. If you've never seen a Korean drama, Startup is a good. Start. It really is. Everyone should start with startup, shouldn't they? I mean, Across maybe, July? but also the problem is it's such a high level.
0: Yeah, That it's, true. it's
1: hard to top or to... I mean, we've since seen a lot of good things that are on the level of startup, but yeah. a lot of them will feel a little lackluster. Yeah. If you're expecting this level of That's excellence. That's That's a good point. But it's a good one, so watch it anyway, because... Right. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's okay. Maybe well, it'll be the only K-drama you watch ever. That's okay, too. It's, it's a good true. one. It's definitely worth watching,
0: even if you never watch anything else. Yeah. The next drama that we're going to talk about, I think, is also a pretty good, maybe not as good a starter drama as Startup, but still, Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha is still a pretty solid starter drama. It definitely has more, like, Korean culture-specific things that would be harder to understand out of context, but... Mm -hmm but i
1: still love it
0: just <laughs> as
1: much i think it's a pretty good representation of a different genre right mm. so this is more romance centric it's small town mm-hmm. kind of community vibes which there are several out there that are like this yeah um so it's a good representation of that kind of cultural thing and like it's about family and community and yeah all that stuff and the romance is you know cute and it starts with not exactly enemies to lovers but maybe like antagonists to lovers you know <laughs> just like we got off on the wrong foot to yeah, lovers kind right, right. of thing because I don't know that they ever like hated each other they just was like I don't know about you yeah and you're weirdness and sort of feeling each other out yeah definitely
0: more so uh, you know i mean he was definitely interested in her from the jump Mm -hmm. once you go back and see those you know the the epilogue Mm -hmm. scenes where he's like watching her as she's going around gungjin and smiling and um yeah i mean i think about this show when i was thinking about it that it really is a love story, but it's not just the Chief Hong and He Jin love story. It's also the love story of family and of friends and of community. And it's mm-hmm. all of those stories. And Du Shik, Hong Du Shik, who is played by Kim Son Ho, is At the heart of, you know, of all of this love. He has all of this love that he is facilitating in all of these places. He is just the embodiment of love. Mm -hmm. But also with boundaries, because don't call him on his day off.
1: No. (laughs) A man of my own heart. Right? Just do not bother me on my day off. It's a day off. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah, I would say, actually, in the end in this drama it was more like finding out about the characters and like what they went through but also like that community like this all the supporting characters were just like fantastic and very distinct and very different from each other and have their own struggles and they had like little stories of their own and that just like sort of supported the like main Main story, and I just really, really loved that. Yeah, relationships between townspeople and you know, people who have known each other for like decades and know each other's losses and happiness. Mm. And this can like really understand when somebody is like sort of acting maybe not the best way, but you understand why they're being that right. way, and so you can like sort of give them the space to. You know do the thing they need to do to like get through life right kind of thing right um and you know heijin being a new person in town trying to integrate into this community i thought that struggle was real like that's like oh. real for anybody who moved to a place where you basically didn't know anybody yeah and you're like from a very different locale you know she's a city girl yeah and she's going to this tiny seaside town and trying to adapt into that mentality where you know the whole town does things together and all the time and you're expected to do certain things and you know learning that takes you know the learning curve takes a while yeah so I really sympathize with her in that in that instance um yeah
0: one of the things that I think of when I think of hometown cha-cha-cha is just that smile (laughs) <laughs> you know, Kim yeah. Sun-ho's smile, which we didn't really talk about when we talked about startup because he, he does doesn't. not smile that yeah. much. ji does not, like, he does sometimes, and it feels like, you know, the, I don't know, like the sun just <laughs> turned on when he smiles. Um, but Chief Hong smiles all the time. Yes. And he, you know, here is a guy who is full of love it loves life is looking to have a good time. You know, he's always, he knows everybody. He's always ribbing everybody, making little jokes about Mm -hmm. people and stuff, but all from a place of love. Mm -hmm. And, um, I can't picture chief Hong without that smile. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just, that's just who he is. Right. So I said about it being the love story on all those different Mm -hmm. levels. Mm -hmm. Obviously one of the, you know, the main levels is the romance between Dushik and Kijin. Of course. And you know that you know that he has feelings for her. He may not be admitting that he has feelings for her yet, but when he sacrifices that sacred day off, <laughs> right? When he comes running, he doesn't even know yeah. what's going on, except mm-hmm. Gamri called him and mm-hmm. said there's trouble at the dental clinic. Mm-hmm. And he Books it yeah. in his wetsuit mm-hmm. and then passes out on the floor.
1: <laughs> if that's not love, I don't know what is. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yes.
0: You find yourself mm-hmm. someone who runs from the beach in their wetsuit <laughs> on their day off. Because there wouldn't, you know, because all the other people were saying, I called him. He said, no, we wouldn't do it today. But, hmm. Mm, mm-hmm. Yep, and you also know he loves He Jin because he ate every bite of that terrible, terrible <laughs> porridge she made for him. Oh my goodness! When he was sick, oh. and he just but okay, here's the thing: he didn't like grimace. He smiled mm-hmm. and he laughed because he loves her, and that's who she is—is is a terrible cook. Yeah, you know there are so many different ways to play that scene as mm-hmm. an actor. Yeah. And the fact that that is what he chose is so beautiful and so the embodiment of how Mm -hmm. I think of Chief Hong. Mm -hmm. The fact that it makes him laugh. Yeah. You know? Yes. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, (laughs) And also, you know, he loves her because he does all those dumb things on her list. (laughs) (laughs) Including, I still feel a little bit traumatized by the let's brush each other's teeth part. That's... (laughs) uh no that's no thank you i don't i i'll brush my own teeth that's not a thing that appeals to me but it just makes me laugh and laugh all those silly things and the goofy fashion show when she takes him to seoul and they go and he tries on that shirt that mesh shirt oh hilarious so 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 hilarious yes but also it's you know his his love for he Jin is also expressed in his reuniting her with her reuniting isn't quite the right word, but when he works to reconcile her with right. her with her dad and her stepmom, mm-hmm. which is partly, I think motivated from the way he feels about her, but also the way he feels about family and how important Mm -hmm. he knows family is Mm -hmm. because he lost his and and because Mm -hmm. his halabaji was such a big figure in his life, you know, his grandfather was so important to him. Mm -hmm. So that love of family is also driving his Mm -hmm. actions. And then I feel like even though they weren't, blood family you know Gomery is still his family
1: oh yeah for sure for sure i mean that lady raised him yeah (laughs) i mean that town raised him right they they paid for things they clothed him they fed him you know he could still live in his grandfather's house but you know in every other way that matters they they are his family right um which is why he wanted to like come back like at his lowest point in life like he went back there yeah mostly because that's the only place he knows yeah to go stay you know well because gomri saved his
0: life yeah you know Mm -hmm. gomri texted him with all her misspellings in her text (laughs) you know and reminded him that he wasn't Alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. It makes, I mean, this is another thing that gets me choked up thinking of that note that she wrote him that oh, was under goodness. the corn.
1: Oh, oh, goodness. Right?
0: Oh. Oh, Gomri.
1: Yeah. I mean, what is it with Kim Sun Ho and some hominies? Like, come oh, on. He's so good with the hominies, <laughs> though.
0: <laughs> I mean, the, in the first episode, I think it's the first episode, right? It's either the first or the second episode when. Heejin is in Gongjin, mm-hmm. and all the credit card machines are out, right? Mm-hmm. All the cell phone towers are out. And so she's got to earn some money for her terrible <laughs> coffee that she didn't drink. <laughs> and uh, so he's like, follow me. And he's so ugh over her. And so the first place they go is like to visit all the hominies and hall abogis and tell them like, it's okay. The, you know, the phones are out, but it's okay. And the one lady who brings out the like pan pipe of all the banana milks, <laughs> it's like five banana milks all in a row. And, uh, and he gives her one and he's like smiling at the hominy. And then he turns around to give one to Hidgen's like glaring it, like instantly changed <laughs> to glare when he gives it to her he's just he's just got a special way with the older mm-hmm. members of the community and it is not I mean it's not one of my favorite scenes of all time, but one of my favorite scenes of Home Chat is when he takes the pictures of the three hominies mm-hmm. in the with the flowers, mm-hmm. you know, and they're all mm-hmm. like, Oh, I don't have makeup on yeah. or whatever <laughs> and he's like, You're beautiful and he and you can tell that he means it. He's mm-hmm. not saying it. Right. To just to boost their egos. Like mm-hmm. he really sees them as so beautiful. Uh, you know, that's that's <laughs> love right there. That yeah. is all the love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I mean one of my favorite relationships of his in this whole show is with the second lead with Hyun yeah. when he comes in uh, PD Nim, um, from the the Seaside Grasshopper production, <laughs> right? And yeah. and He Jin's old college friend who's still carrying a torch for her after all these years. I mean, I just their bromance is one of my favorites in all of K Dramatum. They are just mm-hmm. so great together and I love that mm-hmm. how they banter off of each other and just their whole mm-hmm. their whole vibe. Yeah. So much love.
1: Agreed.
0: Yeah, but then at the same time. You know, it was funny to me when I was thinking about, you know, talking about this, that Hong has so much love for everyone except for Hong. Yes. Right? I mean, that's like, and he sees the best in all these people. He does not see, when he takes the, the picture of those hominies, he does not see wrinkles or gray hair. He just sees who they are and he sees them as beautiful. And when he looks at himself, he sees a terrible... Person who brings misfortune mm-hmm. to others, and that is just heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And it takes so long to get there. In the I mean, I know people have have decried the fact that it takes so long in the series yeah. to get mm-hmm. to the reveal of the mm-hmm. of his backstory. I understand that frustration. You know, it doesn't bother me that much, other than like. It's so sad at the end. Like yeah, those and 16 last are so two sad.
1: episodes were just man, just brutal, really brutal, just yeah. gut punches to the emotions. Yeah. And you know, for me, maybe not the reveal per se needs to be earlier, but I need a more leading narrative to mm. it. Mm-hmm. I think we get glimpses every now and then about it but they're not woven in such a way that you're following a thread necessarily right so i feel like there should be like more of a breadcrumb trail yeah towards the reveal that escalates right like it gets bigger and bigger and clearer and clearer and you're kind of like oh no what is this gonna be and then yeah. it gets revealed so i for me it just lacked that kind of discovery yeah so it felt like it was out of nowhere one yeah we knew something was afoot but that seemed very big to be something that is just suddenly whoa revealed that way um and yes it made the ending so sad (laughs) just it's not a sad ending folks it's fine (laughs) but that just like there's too much emotional stuff content in those two episodes that could have been i don't know like tempered Mm. by if you were getting ready for it yeah more yeah yeah and not just like a sobbing mess for two episodes (laughs) just yikes um so yeah for me that's that was what I would have liked is just more more breadcrumbs towards it,
0: but I also i mean I guess this would not be counter to what you're saying as far as uh you know if if it had been revealed slightly earlier in a slightly different way, but I really loved how this the the scale of this reveal right Mm -hmm. this big secret and it's a big deal and it's also a reveal not only of the events that occurred but his telling the truth about how he feels about himself Mm -hmm. right about Mm -hmm. um about how all of this has affected him and you know their their relationship has mostly been been manifest at this point and then, you know, is strained by the fact that there's this secret in between them, but she finally accepts, like, I want to be with you and so I'm gonna, you know, stay with you until you're ready to tell me. But then just the way she responds uh-huh. once he tells her is so beautiful uh-huh. and she's so accepting of him and um you know her character has grown so much Mm -hmm. by that point in the show you know I mean she's it's a huge burden that he's carrying Mm -hmm. and she is right there ready to catch it Mm -hmm. you know and I just think that that is so so beautiful and really well executed within the show Mm -hmm. so they can live happily ever after. <laughs> Question mark. Among all the kooky people of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, But I love it. I mean. Yeah, absolutely. So, so heartwarming, so comforting. Mm-hmm. Such wonderful characters. Mm-hmm. And at the center of it all, Chief Hong in Kim Sun Ho's well-deserved, long-awaited central drama role
1: yes main lead at last yes <laughs> may there be many to come yes because wow he is just so talented and he's really shown that in all these different supporting roles even you know like it seems like he has been a sporting role for many dramas before yeah. he got to this point and like startup was kind of a bridge drama for that because mm-hmm. it feels like he was equally a lead with Nam Joo Hyuk there and Susie, um, instead of being your typical second, second lead right. type. Right. But speaking of, let's talk about supporting roles. Let's
0: talk about a supporting role.
1: Yes, one hundred days, my prince. Yes. A historical, historical Which, on how. you know, can be tricky mm-hmm, Can be mm-hmm. tricky You know, you sort of Some people say you need to be a type to do A historical But you know, I think My opinion about this particular Historical is it does A good job sort of straddling That sort of hardcore We're doing everything accurately Historically accurate Right That is the word, historically accurate Right Uh, and modernizing it a little to make it more palatable to your modern audience. Yeah. Like, I think I, I detect it in their speech, you know, Mm. the way they talk is not just that kind of like very formal, Right. you know, especially when we're in that little town with the amnesiac prince, you know, (laughs) our female lead definitely speaks in a more casual, modern way. Um, which I like and yeah. I feel like It like lifts it up brightens it up A little bit and so we do Have palace intrigue But um, It's not as I don't know Harsh <laughs> mm. Heavy yeah, right. As others you know because It's sort of not the main focus of our Right it's the plot It's the overarching plot but we're Like very focused on relationships Yeah mainly between the prince and our main lady and so i (laughs) i binged watch this last christmas Mm -hmm. like during my time off i just was like i'm just gonna watch something i'll pick anything and i picked (sighs) this not really knowing much about it and i just i binged because i could yeah not because Oh, it is so so not good. Not because you couldn't stop. Yeah, not because right. it's like amazing. And I, I would still recommend it as kind of a, a historical light. Yes. As I would like to call it. Yeah. Because I don't think it's based on a real king. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they don't have those constraints where you have to like you know your eventual end game is and they die. <laughs> Is most of these spoiler things, alert? Spoiler alert, they die, you know, because that's what when you focus on usually this historical focus on one titular person, right? right? Like Yi San, Dong Yi, whoever, Sejong the Great, you know, like one king, their lifetime, right? What they did when they reigned, and then what else, What? how does it end? They die, they die, they die because people die because it's the natural right. order of life. because this is an actual person who lived. <laughs> right. Thus, yes. the end, they died. Right. So, in this story, you know, you have the palace stuff. Our prince gets into an accident or is being assassinated, trying to get killed. It failed, but he fell and loses right. his memory. He doesn't right. know who he is. Gets saved in this tiny town. In the meantime, people in the palace are trying to find him, and there was some kind of murder mystery thing that was happening. Yeah, before he died, and he was working with Kim Seon Ho's character, mm-hmm. who is kind of a low level, like police type mm-hmm, person. Mm-hmm. I want to kind of say some inspector, some inspector type thing. So he works at the palace. Mm-hmm. Um. And so they kind of work together to investigate what is happening before Mr. Prince mm-hmm. goes and um, is lost. And so Kim Sun-ho, his character, his name is Chung Jae-yoon, and he's the son of a concubine, somebody's concubine. Right. So he's looked down upon by his own brother, who is colluding with the queen to... <laughs> 'Cause the Queen is the second queen, so she has a son younger than the current prince, and he wants she wants her son to be the crown, crown prince, prince. And right. so there's that shenanigan. Yeah. Which is so also ubiquitous to yeah. so many Historical historicals. Dramas, yeah. <laughs> so that's like the main thing that is happening. So while the prince is gone, he is continuing to investigate mm-hmm. and trying to find some answers and he ends up being sent to the town where the prince is at as a magistrate now one thing that is crucial is he has face blindness so he cannot recognize people's face right they just look like a blurry mess (laughs) apparently watercolors is what he said um so you know when he meets the prince in the tiny town who does not remember who he is He does not know that that's the prince. So that is sort of like a... (laughs) It's real important for the plot to work. It is. It is. Because otherwise like, oh, the end, episode 10 or whatever. Right. (laughs) Right. The the inspector guy found the prince. Right. The end. (laughs) So, yes. So this is a very, very supporting role type thing. right? And he does it really well. And he's also... He also demonstrates hear already how good he is at like comedic timing Mm. and being dramatic Mm -hmm. like just straddling that line and delivering both convincingly like he does really well there's you know there's actually not a lot he's doing here you know he's in it maybe i don't know 60 Mm percent of this show i would say his main thing is just helping the prince try to figure out this thing he also has a little romantic interest with our main lady, which, you know, in another fan fiction, it could happen because
0: mm-hmm. they're both, like... They're, like, more at closer social levels. Right.
1: And, like, temperament also. Yeah, I feel like their banter true. is super great because our main lady is super sassy. Yeah. I really love her. And takes no prisoners. Like, she just is, like, mm. Yeah. And... You know, he is very enamored by that. He really responds to it. And they just, like, have a really also good friendship Mm. end up being. And this is what this is the. Was this the second thing I saw him in? Yes, Mm -hmm. I think that's right. And after this, I was like, I'm ready to see him get the girl. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Which thank you. Home hometown chat 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 (laughs) for answering my friend right but i was like listen twice now i've seen him in a very amiable role right where i would not mind if the main lady gets together with him in the end yeah like let's get him together with the main lady yeah okay so that's what i wanted after this but yeah he his character at first, I was not sure if he was going to be a good character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you couldn't tell. Is he going right. to actually be the villain type right. or what? And really, he could have turned that way at any point because his brother is so terrible to him. Yeah. And he has all this like baggage about being like, not a legitimate son right. or whatnot. And so his, he can't like get a high rank in the court and all this yeah. stuff and people keep on like harping on that so he could have like turned and like allied himself to like the wrong people mm-hmm. and really like get elevated in status because of that but he didn't he doesn't do that no he turned be a really good dude he like had a good friendship with the prince and they like worked together really well to like uncover this conspiracy that's happening Mm -hmm. at the court and he also graciously bowed out of that relationship with the lady Mm -hmm. once he figured out that was not happening with him. So A plus. Yeah. Very good. Could have been petty. But he didn't. Didn't didn't.
0: choose to be petty.
1: Yeah. So I don't have too much to say about this. Like I said he doesn't have like a lot of variety of things to do. Right. His main thing is just to like help keep the investigation going from the prince's side while the prince does not remember who he is. Yeah. (laughs) While the prince is struggling. (laughs) So, but still a really good performance, like super solid, really liked him, you know, so. And he's
0: always enjoyable to watch.
1: You know, I mean, I feel like
0: someone less capable could Mm -hmm. certainly have played this role competently you know as you said there wasn't a ton to do mm-hmm. um but he's just always such a joy to watch anytime he's on screen yeah that he just made it even better yeah good job yeah That's, I, <laughs> I concur 100% I don't think that that is a must-watch show, but right. certainly enjoyable. Lots of lovely friends in it.
1: Right. If you don't want too heavy of a palace intrigue, yeah. you know, it's mainly focused on the romance yeah. and trying to, like, solve this mystery. You know, I, I recommend for if you want sort of a lighter historical situation. Also, the story's not that deep, so... Right. But there's a lot of good humor. All the supporting characters, all the friends are so great in it. Um, And again, there's, like, a little, like, communal sort of posse Mm, thing happening with them. Yeah. So, you know, our main guy uh, falls into basically another family, you know. When his family is sort of trash in (laughs) in in the palace, you know, he, like, gets... A father, Mm -hmm. he gets a friend, you know, and he gets a wife, which, you know, is kind of at first just for (laughs) appearance. (laughs) Then it turns into something more. But like some people, he can rely on, which he didn't really have in the palace. So it's you know it's it's still heartwarming as well. It's like I said, very funny. (laughs) Yeah. At points and just you know, if you just want to have something you don't have to think about too much yeah. and just you know, chill out and watch something, I think a hundred days my prince is really nice. Yeah. It's not yeah. gonna cause you stress like yeah. Snowdrop. No. And also <laughs> if you never see it, it's not a loss. That's right. <laughs> it's Great not if you see a it. must watch.
0: If you're a Kim Son Ho super fan like I am, you should probably watch it because he yeah. is delightful in it. But um yeah. I mean, also, speaking of being a Kim Sun Ho super fan and things that, like, you should watch just because he's delightful <laughs> in them. Well, I mean, you should watch Good Manager anyway because right. it is delightful across the board. I mean, there's, speaking of, like, the posse. So Kim Sun Ho is very much a supporting character in Good Manager. And I'm not going to really talk about it at length because he's a very minor character. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still great in it. Mm-hmm. He's still delightful, but he, you know, he's not in it a ton, Um, but he's part of this gang of sort of misfit bookkeepers with a basement office in this big corporation. And I won't go into the whole thing. (laughs) I I highly recommend the drama, but it is worth if nothing else, seeking out screenshots of his character from that show because (laughs) he has this, what I call, a mushroom haircut, (laughs) which mostly you see on, like, little kids, where it's like the bowl cut, but where it curves back around (laughs) to their face so their head (laughs) looks kind of like a mushroom. And that is, he is in this... um bookkeeping or accounting department. Mm-hmm. What is the word that is the companion word with Sunday? Like what when you're talking about a junior? Oh, Hubei. Hubei. He's uh-huh. the Hubei of the of this department. Okay. So he's the one who has to do all the crappy jobs. Oh no,
1: is he the maknae even? Cause that's the youngest or newest yes, person. Yes, mak- he's the Magne. He's the Magne. Oh yeah. goodness! Yeah. Okay. Um.
0: So, and he always has to. And I don't know why. When I was falling asleep last night, and I was thinking about this, for some reason it occurred to me that being a character who has to, who has the job of like gluing the receipts down on a paper i feel like that's sort of like a sub theme in korean dramas right like they communicate the the low status of the character through the fact that that's their job is that they have to glue the the, because it comes up again in my mister she has to do that right and then something else that i saw really recently somebody has to do it
1: i can't wait for you to see me sing because oh again there's a crucial scene yeah of gluing receipts it's a whole thing it's a whole thing okay anyway so he's the receipt
0: gluer okay that's part oh, of what no. he has to do yeah but he's so delightful he's so adorable mm-hmm. he does have a little makeover at one point which is so <laughs> <Come> charming <on. laughs> um so i highly recommend good manager we'll talk about it much more at mm-hmm. length in a later episode. Uh, But I did just want to, you know, make a nod to him because he is in Mm -hmm. it and he's so, so worth watching. Um, But mostly I want to talk about uh, Two Cops Mm -hmm. that I just watched, as I said earlier, Mm -hmm. which is a uh, police body switching kind of wacky, but also serious, Mm -hmm. you know, police drama where Kim Son Ho's character is Gong Su Chang and he is a pickpocket, a fraudster with a heart of gold question mark. Um you know he's super the Kim Son Ho smile is never used to better effect than in this show, because he's a con man. Uh So he is constantly charming people. And (laughs) he's so perfectly cast in this, because no one is more charming than Mm -hmm. Kim Jong-ho when he wants to be. Mm -hmm. And so he's always taking people into his little ruses. And, (laughs) you know, you just can't be mad at him, though, because he's just so darn charming um <laughs> but i feel like i also need to you know mention up front because it's a, a body switching story uh-huh. so he's in a coma uh-huh. and his spirit is sort of loose out of his body wandering around and it ends up taking over the body of this very justice oriented cop uh-huh. who is played by cho jung sook and I feel like I need to, you know, also mention him specifically because he is also the one, you know, obviously at the points when Soo Chang is in his body, he is the actor portraying this role, right? He's it's not, not actually Kim no, yeah. portraying the role <laughs> at that point. But I think he does, you know, and maybe we'll do an episode on uh, Cho, Cho Jung-suk at some point, but I just... Wanted to acknowledge the fact that he does a really wonderful job at pivoting between these two very different characters mm-hmm. and making the the character um, very consistent with what Kim Son Ho does mm-hmm. when he's portraying the character. So mm-hmm. that's it's really well done. This I feel like is not a really well known mm-hmm. show. Yeah. And I don't really know why it isn't Because I thought it was so good Mm -hmm. Like in their half hour Episodes which is the first Long drama of half hour Episodes that I've watched Mm -hmm. And it was so tight as far Mm -hmm. as the Pacing and the plot and Mm -hmm. like it just Keeps moving Nonstop for 32 half Hours Mm -hmm. so If you like that kind of thing In my opinion very much worth Watching Mm -hmm. Um but anyway, Su-Jung, Gong Su Jang has a sad backstory. He was orphaned at a young age and his backstory is all enmeshed with Dong Tak, who is Cho Jung Sok's character. And also the female lead who's played by Hei Um Her character's name is Jian. All of their younger backstories mm-hmm. are all enmeshed and part of what the plot of the show is is unraveling exactly what happened in these Uh. so i won't get into all of that because i think you should just watch it but um just to talk about su chang a little bit you know he's he's this con man he's real charming and kind of tricky and a little bit slick but also he has his posse of his, like, ex-cons that he calls mm-hmm. on for help that he refers to as the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And he is ride or die with these, you know. Mm-hmm. He is loyal. So whatever else is going on with his character, he, you know, they have each other's back. And he calls on them for help, and he is there for them. And there's a very sad history with, um, with one of his fellow orphans from the orphanage who is actually named Dushik, which is a little bit
1: confusing
0: (laughs) in the context of this show. (laughs) Uh, But um, Dushik ends up throwing him under the bus and getting Mm. him blamed for this murder that has happened Mm. and all this. And so it's a real complicated history, but it's also just beautiful. And again, a beautiful performance from Kim Son ho just showing his, you know, conflicting feelings and and his long-standing relationship with this other person who has a troubled past <laughs> and their complicated relationship. Um, and he's super good at being a con. He's <laughs> just so, you know, not just because he's charming, but also because he's worked on it, and he is a master lie detector so what you know so he's like a disembodied spirit for a lot of it and they're going around and so um don't talk can see him as a spirit because of their connection but nobody else can see suchang as a spirit uh, but Su Chang can read everybody Whether they're lying or not So he's like the portable lie detector <laughs> talk at, You know, whispering in Dung Talk's ear Saying, yeah, like, that guy's totally lying And he's a master <laughs> at Reading people's pupils Dilating, oh. and at one point he says You know, people can control their mouths But they can't control Their pupils, they can't mm-hmm. control their eyes So he can always tell when Ooh. they're When they're lying So, anyway, yeah I mean, it's just a lot of fun again a beautiful performance ranging from like super comedic to super dramatic and back again i mean you already said how skilled he is at doing that and this is just another example of that and i mean i really recommend it i -hmm. I don't as i said i don't understand why more people are not aware of Mm -hmm. this show but it's a a great performance highly enjoyable show highly recommend
1: well i certainly look forward to seeing it someday it's on my never ending list it's yeah list to infinity you yeah know? so i'll definitely keep that in mind for like oh i need some new injection of kim Son ho mm-hmm. i will give it a whirl so yeah thank you for that and yeah i want to interject like you mentioned about like them the characters having like Childhood things mm. that are like sort of intertwined and whatnot. And, you know, some in the future, we'll have some more thematic episodes in between, you know, our different opas and onis that we want to talk about. um And for Susie, one of her biggest catnips, I'm talking about myself in the third mm. person.
0: Mm. <laughs> Not Susie, the uh, the lead, lead of Startup. Of startup <laughs> it's me. Susie, the lead me. of this podcast. <laughs> I'm Susie.
1: <laughs> the, I love when there is childhood connection mm-hmm. between leads in a story. And I just eat that up with a big old spoon. Just give it to me. Yes. And several that we have mentioned today have it. You know, Startup has it. A mm-hmm. Hundred Days My Prince has mm-hmm. it. Um this one has it, two cops has oh, it. Well and Home cha has it. Home big cha has time. it <laughs> big time. That was a very like delightful thing to happen in a Home cha, I thought it really was yes. to like discover that. So we have now Kim Son Ho as you know, a grifter with a a con man with a heart of gold, gold, right? Right. So now we're going to go into another character that I, at <laughs> one point, had to tell Lynn, this is trash. Why is he trash? Why is he trash? <laughs> is he trash? Why is he a
0: terrible oh, person?
1: So we're going to talk about Strongest Delivery Man, mm-hmm. um, which is a delightful drama mm-hmm. about underdogs, winning underdogs winning just like really what i love about this show is it shows that being a kind person Mm -hmm. is a good quality to have in a leader yeah as somebody who is overseeing other people being kind is very important so this drama really i feel like is just inspiring in that way because our main lead is he's just so kind right he's so kind and then there's like that one scene where like several people come in to like help out do something and Mm -hmm. people are like who are they like oh he helped him do this he helped her do that and like all the like kind things he has done to basically strangers yeah had helped him forge connections so powerful Mm. that in the end he has such support for this thing that seemed impossible to do to become successful and come to fruition and i just feel like that is such a good message to put out there and people want to follow him just because he has done this one good deed for them right that is sometimes not necessarily very huge right you know some of it is life-saving yeah but some of it is just like I mean, he loaned me a hundred bucks when I needed some money, you know, like it's not always a big deal, kind act, Mm. but just being a kind person is a good thing to do, (laughs) to be, you know, just be kind to each other. (laughs) It'll pay off in life. (laughs) Like, yeah. So I really, you know, enjoyed that part of this show. It. It shows the struggle of how it's so hard to get out of poverty yeah it is if you're poor the system is so against you right it's so rigged to you know not make you succeed mm-hmm. you know it's the slightest setback was set you back further than you ever thought you would be you know it's just because our main female lead has uh needs to get out of debt right right and needs to just compile some money so she can move away because she feels like the country's structure is just not supportive of her wanting to succeed as a professional person right because she doesn't
0: have the connections and the family right everything yeah
1: like for the average person it's just i mean you cannot move up in the world basically so i like how it shows that struggle Because, I mean, that's reality as well. You know, it's the real world, how that's hard and how she can also get out of that cynicism by the end, but not because something huge happened to her, Right. right? Like, it's a gradual thing. It's seeing this nice guy persevere, seeing the good in even the, like, the really bad situations turning it around you know like that is something to be proud of something to aspire to Mm. I really liked that the situation of course is like (laughs) super unrealistic sure (laughs) of course but I feel like at the same time nothing out of character happened in this show Mm -hmm. I feel like all the things that happened are not coincidental. They're right. not deus ex machina. You right, know, right, it's, right. it's all hustle. It's mm-hmm. all hustle. It's all them working super, super, super hard to get to it. Yeah, yeah. So I really, really enjoy it. I just feel like it's a nice little show. Also has many, many great friends in it. So
0: many great friends. Oh, boy. Really, yeah.
1: really... Enjoy it, so I I would recommend it for sure. Yeah. Kim San ho <laughs> in this show. Yeah, we need
0: to be clear about the fact that who you were talking about as the main character in the mm-hmm. show, who is this super kind yeah. person, is not, not the character that Kim San ho portrays.
1: No, no. Kim no. Son ho is not kind. No, no. <laughs> in the beginning, he is a rich kid. He's. The third child, I think. I think that's right. Of this huge conglomerate, yeah. Boss person, yeah. And he's basically the black sheep Mm -hmm. of the family. He's always messing up in their mind. He's, you know, not doing anything productive with his life. He really likes car racing Mm -hmm. in the city. Mm -hmm. Oh right. It's this kind of person, you know, and he's just your average douchebag (laughs)
0: he's a super douchebag he's a super douchebag
1: he's really just kind of loathsome in the beginning especially and he continues on a little bit until he i mean for a while for a while for for a a long while while. and i was like i don't know i just really need to punch his face i just he's so terrible right he was so terrible i was very just like oh no oh no
0: (laughs) i mean if you've seen hometown Mm cha-cha-cha and then you go back and watch strongest delivery man i mean i think it's you know again a testament to how Mm -hmm. good he is at his job that he you want to punch him you can't ever imagine (laughs) wanting to punch chief hong in the face never what i'll throw myself in front of anyone who tries to punch chief hong (laughs) in the face but in strongest delivery man Oh, yes. Yes. So punchable. Yes.
1: So his character is Ojin Yu, and he's, you know, this just super not really productive member of society. And so on one of the nights when he does the car racing, they bribe policemen, workermen, whatever, to close some roads to be able to do the race or whatever. I guess it's like a short sprint or something. But you need like some road to right. able to do it. So they pretend there's some road work and they close a section of, like, a highway or something. Now, one of our main leads' buddies got into an accident and they needed to go to the hospital and the shortest way was through right. that road that was closed and because of that, he did not get to the hospital in time and was in a coma. He did not die. <laughs> He's in a coma. But... It's real serious. I mean, it's real serious. It's really... And it is directly his fault. Kim right. Sun-ho's fault, right? Right. Not Kim Sun-ho's fault. Oh jin fault. Right. <laughs> right. Kim Sun-ho, you're not liable for what no, your character no. does. No, no. So, people find out about this, and they talk to him about it, and like, hey, you need to admit it. Yeah. You know? So, we can, like, get some justice, compensation, whatever. So he, of course, is, like, balking. He's yeah. like, I'm not going to the can. That is, like, the last thing my parents are going to want to do with me if this, like, happens or whatnot. And But our main guy managed to get him arrested. Right. So he goes into the detention center. And sure enough, his parents abandon him because they're like, ugh, right, you're, we're done with you. Right. But, you know, our main antagonist who is a big chain corporation lady of a restaurant mm-hmm. thing that does like basically a food court type thing as that moved into this neighborhood where there's a lot of mom and pop restaurants so it really disrupts the business of everyone around so that is sort of like the main theme of this is like you know David against Goliath kind of kind of fight and so this person, Um, bails him out to work with him with her Mm -hmm. and the terrible the conglomerate (laughs) yes food court lady food court lady she and also she wanted to match him with her daughter who is at that time rebelling and moving out of the house and wanted to just like make her own way and she's i mean she's real cute about her independence because she has no clue right. what to do because she's a rich girl who has never done this but she makes her way and they end up being friends and I think like him working with her mom this conglomerate lady you know at first he's like very thankful and wants to do a good job but he also before this had forged a friendship with our male lead right. and he was happy to discover a new friendship and even you know he had to work one day as a delivery person Mm -hmm. have i neglected to say it's all about delivery people yeah we (laughs) didn't say that we didn't say that anyway the main characters of this show are food delivery people right which in other dramas
0: you have seen come this is a little like a little bit of korean culture thing Mm -hmm. because we don't really have this in the u.s where Mm -hmm. they come with their very distinctive boxes Mm -hmm. that slide up the side and yeah
1: they like pull out the food and you just leave your empty bowls outside of your house and they will like pick it up later like at some they determine you have eaten all your food (laughs) because i don't know i don't think you call them to like pick them up no They just know to come back later. So all the... It revolves around the food business and uh, how delivery enhances your business, Mm -hmm. you know, because then you can get more food to more people at, like, sort of a faster pace, um, that kind of thing. And so one one day, you know, because one of the delivery people who is our main female lead got sick, Mm -hmm. um, he... I think it was his fault that she was that after she saved him oh yes because that's how she got sick is because right. they were in the river right because she because he tried to end his life yes trigger warning suicide and um, uh, and, and she yeah. she was like that's dumb don't do that and saved his life yeah yes that's why she got sick right and couldn't deliver so yeah so he went to work At this restaurant, this Chinese restaurant with our male lead and delivered food all day with him. And so that's how they became friends. And he was kind of enjoying that life Hmm. because he so far has not done anything useful. And I feel like he really felt the value of work, even though it was tiring and foreign to him. But he got a lot of satisfaction out of honest right work. you yeah. know a hard day's work
0: so his his previously terrible character is like on a, an upswing yes, once he on, starts to right, deliver food
1: right but then that whole thing <laughs> happened with the drag racing mm-hmm. and then he went down again because he wanted to just save his tail mm-hmm. and he went with this corporate lady and in doing so is in direct opposition To our main people. Right.
0: And their little mom and pop restaurant that they work for.
1: And they were, you know, friends before and now they're no longer friends. And he is actually not maliciously trying to get rid of them. You know, I feel like he was learning business while he was there. He was learning how to be a business person.
0: And like you said before, trying really hard to do a good job, like never had worked at studying or anything like that. And once he was given the chance of this job, Mm -hmm. like really buckled down and was learning about business strategy and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. And he felt like he was given a chance by this woman, so he should really take it and do it. Yeah. But to his credit, he was not agreeing with like some of her cutthroat ways. Right. Of trying to or shady ways Mm. to get rid of people or make their business fail or whatnot and there's you know a whole kerfuffle with that kind of thing where he then decided that he's can't do it anymore Mm -hmm. like he basically his conscience has come raring out Mm -hmm. and he cannot do it so he gets out of there and then eventually joins forces with our with our leads to take down the big bad and is to some extent
0: an instrumental part of that you know he doesn't Mm -hmm. just like join up with them and be like yeah i got your back main leads like no the work that he has done to this point is actually instrumental in right like he
1: really understand the culture in that corporation he knows how they work and so he can really contribute meaningful ideas on how to tackle that yeah which is great so he's you know not just like rah rah i'll do anything but he actually is a very valuable team member yeah of of that team now let's talk about if it's about face (laughs) was earned maybe i don't know i felt like maybe some of it was a little a little fast Mm. that part although i would say i do enjoy sort of his other education when he was staying with the second female lead who is the daughter of the corporate so he was basically being a kind of house husband right at her place and i thought that was that was also a good education Mm -hmm, for him mm -hmm. to be hey i'm providing you room and board yeah so he is like, okay, I will make you lunch every day because you. I see you eating a sad triangle kimbap mm-hmm. every single day. So yeah. let me just be a support for you yeah. while you are earning the dough right now, and I'm out of a job. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So that that was like a good sort of bridge to yeah. that because it's hard. You know, it was it was hard. I thought for the like mom and pop people to or the delivery men to really trust him mm-hmm. after he so spectacularly right just uh i don't know i don't know what to call it but you know because they had become friends and thought he was a decent guy and right. he's gonna like turn a leaf and then he did not right and very like definitively be like no i can't right i'm not gonna spend time in jail what not and it took him a long time to apologize. Yeah. Because he's never done it before. Right. But it's something that he needed to do and they kept on saying, you need to go see this guy who is in a coma. Right. Because of you. Right. Apologize to his grandma, who is one of the mom and pop people. Yeah. Cause then, you know, she has to close her her store because of this because right. she's out of time, out of money has to care for a grandson yeah and it took him you know a long long time and then when he finally did it it took him a long time to actually do it because he could not physically right, say it right like it was so hard for him to say i am sorry i did wrong but he did it he you know yeah as part of his journey having to apologize for things he's done he did it I don't know. It was a good journey. It was a good journey yeah. for him, but wow, that first few episodes were super hard to swallow.
0: I mean, I feel like out of all of the the roles that we've talked about in this yeah. in this episode, this one definitely has the biggest arc mm-hmm. as far as character changes. Right. I mean, up and down and up again. Yeah, again, I mean, it's really a roller coaster. Right. Um. But that. The fact that he starts out so terrible, mm-hmm. you know, is what makes that work, that mm-hmm. it's so, mm-hmm. you know, so dramatic. And, yeah. um, you know, and I, I totally get what you're saying. And I'm, you know, definitely worth, like, putting an asterisk. Like, fully earned, you yeah. know, all, all these, like, changes of heart. But at the same time, I buy into it. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that he, in spite of the fact that Like, this character goes through so much. There's never a point when I'm like, I don't
1: buy it. Yeah. And I think my feelings toward it is reflective of how sort of realistic it is that you're not gonna, like, like him as much because he was so unlikable for so long. So, like, building that trust toward him, yeah, like, will take a while. Yeah. And so you're not, like instantly like oh everything is great Mm. now with you Mm -hmm. no you just you have like one eye open yeah you know you're still keeping an eye on him to see are you gonna be all right here yeah are you gonna stay the course you know what is you know i and i think that's actually a good thing like you're Mm. because it's pretty unrealistic for somebody who Is used to that kind of like situation Mm -hmm. or that kind of like lifestyle or disposition Mm -hmm. to be like an instantly likable person. Mm -hmm. Like you're gonna have some of that still peek through, you know, in certain situations. You'd be like, oh, do I really need to? Okay, fine. You know, like your reflexes are still like working, right, right, working there, and you're still learning. Building huh. new habits yes. and exactly. getting
0: rid of old habits. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. So again, kudos to him. Right. right? Kim Soo full of range. And I don't think that every actor could have, no, done some, that. Listen, some actors are so likable that you like when they, when they portray unlikable people. You're like, I don't. Right. I don't think so. Right.
0: <laughs> I, still I don't like you.
1: No, I think you're gonna be okay because. Right you're too nice yeah you seem like a nice person you know so yes kudos to him who is so charming Mm -hmm. naturally Mm -hmm. all the time and even when he's like not a great person he's still charming yeah you know that's the thing it's like you're like okay there's something about this person who is like charismatic yeah And you're drawn to them, but also repulsive. So So terrible. terrible. So terrible. Yeah.
0: But I feel like Strongest Delivery Man is a great example of a drama that really utilizes all 16 episodes. Mm -hmm. Because there are a lot Mm -hmm. of things that I watch... That I feel like this could have been 12, Mm -hmm. right? Or Mm -hmm. you know, in some way this could have been abbreviated. Mm -hmm. But there is enough story and enough character arc that really sustains throughout the entirety of the drama. And that was one that I Mm -hmm. binge watched because I, you know, couldn't wait to find out what happened next. I Mm -hmm. really loved that one. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, another good one. No Mm -hmm. duds here.
0: Well, so you ready to reveal our most favorite Ooh. Kim San ho scenes of all time? I could not pick just one. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah,
1: it's hard to pick just
0: one. I mean I that's came up with really four. And I oh feel like God. that's
1: the least I could <laughs> the least I
0: could come up with was four minimum four. Uh, okay. Wanna alternate? you want sure. to hear I'll, yeah. I'll tell you I have two from startup okay so I'll tell you my two from startup first um I have a, a comedic one and a non-comedic one mm-hmm. from startup the whole sequence at uh Domi and Hominy's house after um when Dosan is so drunk and they show up with the piggyback at his house. And Dosan is thrown up on Pyong's back. Just that whole sequence. I could watch every day. I just love it so much. But the my favorite bit in that sequence is when he comes out in the t-shirt. And he's like... Making the sulky face like the character on the T-shirt, <laughs> I love it so much. That's one of my favorite. But that whole that whole business and the the conversation that he and Dosan have when they're in the bedroom about like you have everything and I have one thing and why are you trying to take the one thing that I have from me and that is just a great scene I think Mm -hmm. but I love that whole sequence so I don't know if that really counts even as one scene (laughs) I'm counting it as one scene because I love it so much um and then my other favorite favorite scene You know, Ji Pyeong is this character who I talked about his terrible coats. He's always so fashionably dressed. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, he always is wearing a suit and whatnot. He really cares about how other people perceive him. And um, when he finds out about Hominy, the secret that, uh, I don't know if I should say what it is, (laughs) Hominy's secret that Dosan Uh reveals to him. Mm -hmm. And he runs right to her and is just I mean, again, like even just thinking about about it makes me feel emotional because it's just so he's just broken by this Mm -hmm. news. And he's just like a little even though he's probably a good at least six inches to eight (laughs) inches taller He's just like a little baby, like melting into her and just sobbing. And, you know, hominy, hominy. And he's just so mm-hmm. sad. And, you know, just that's that's who he is with her is that little good boy. Mm-hmm. And that's my, that's my other favorite scene mm-hmm. from Startup.
1: Mm-hmm. I think uh, my favorite, favorite scene is still that last scene with Halmany. Mm-hmm. I think where...
0: In his apartment.
1: In his apartment where he feels again that he's alone. And then she reminds him that, no, you're not alone. And I'm always here. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just... When I think of Startup, I often just, like, think of that scene Mm -hmm. a lot. Because it's just a culmination of, like, so many things Mm -hmm. in his character arc and it's a you know good full circle kind of situation with this character so i just uh, i really really love that scene um and then i mean i just love him in the apron preparing lunch when they're make oh when they're making the
0: oh wait which which apron oh
1: no this is in um strongest delivery man
0: oh yes yes okay
1: when he is being house husband to Mm -hmm. jian so when jian is training him to be a house husband i just thought that's just so fetching you -hmm. know i just thought it was just really indicative of like who he is inside Mm Mm-hmm. Because he, she didn't really tell him to do it. He did not want to be indebted. I think that was one of his main character traits. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. which is why he put her up in the hospital and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, so he, I just the image of him in that apron, <laughs> that pink frilly apron, mm-hmm. you know, making a bento box for her. I don't know. I just really am fond of that image and of sort of like that turning point yeah in his character yeah just and forging this kind of relationship with her where they were first forced to be you know because to be dating mm. because their parents wanted them to marry so they just decided to you know have kind of a scheduled tryout thing together like right. the parents didn't know they were doing this and um you know it morphing into something of a real friendship and yeah. and then into something more was like i thought nicely done right i really enjoyed that arc doesn't for feel forced yeah yeah so
0: yeah
1: so charming what, what else do do you-
0: delightful okay so my other two favorite Kim San ho scenes of have- all time you're gonna laugh but my when i think of hometown cha-cha-cha even out of all of the amazing things the first thing that comes to my mind is from episode 16 the domino's pizza product placement (laughs) the scene with songhyun and do sheik when they're like Oh, we're hungry. Let's order a pizza. And it's just a commercial for Domino's. Yeah. But those two actors just sell it. <laughs> how they're just, oh, it's so, I can't believe how good it is. Like they're, oh, they're, and it's just also the, I feel like the apex of their bromance, which is one of my favorite things about that whole show, Mm -hmm. you know, just the relationship between Mm -hmm. those two characters and how much enjoyment they both find in food and how much enjoyment they find in each other. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and I just, I think it's so funny and I just love it. So that's my favorite scene (laughs) of that, uh, of that drama. And then I was saying earlier when I was talking about Two Cops about how uh, Su Chang is a, a master at reading people's eyes because, he's, you know, the eyes don't lie. And there's a scene in, I think it's episode two. Anyway, the the part of the backstory, and I know I didn't talk about the plot of that show that much, but there's an awful lot of plot to cover. <laughs> but the uh, the main Detective's partner has been murdered before the start of the events, and uh, Su Chang is the one who gets falsely blamed for it. And, um, but it happens that this detective was the one who had had him arrested because of his, you know, fraud that he was perpetrating, and he has just come out of jail, come out of prison, right on the day that the te- detective is then murdered. So that was part of what made it plausible that he was, you know, then blamed for his murder. But there is a scene where su Chan goes and visit- visits the plaque that is up, that has all the different officers that have fallen in the line that has, you know, his photo and everything. And um, because the detective has visited him in prison and really said you know when you come out i'm going to try and help you because you're wasting that good brain that you have you could do so much more with your life so they had an ongoing relationship Mm -hmm. so anyway so Suchan goes and visits the um the plaque his memorial plaque and He's saying, you know, in his sort of, like, smirking way, like, oh, I knew that you were, you know, I always knew that you were going to die as a cop and everything, and at the same time, because it's Kim Son Ho and he is the best at what he does, like, his eyes are tearing up. So it's like his mouth is... It's emblematic of what his character says later on is that his mouth is saying one thing, his eyes are telling the real story. And I just think it's so beautifully done. And that's, you know, that's the moment that most stays with me from that drama because... He's just so good at his job, Susie. (laughs) And that's why we've been talking about him for two hours. Oh, my word. he's just
1: so good at his job. He is. There was so much to cover, and all we did was cover, like, what, five dramas? That's, I mean, five
0: with a little, like, nod to good good manager. manager, But, yeah,
1: right? Yeah. I mean, it is. Understatement to say we like him, right? <laughs> we love him. We love him, and can't wait for him to be coming really, out
0: in new new dramas. Yes,
1: absolutely looking forward to future things with him. Now, tis oh my boy, turn. Oh boy. This is our ask your only. Segment. ask me anything ask me anything so i am asking lynn a question are you ready okay I'm, I'm, i think i'm ready, <laughs> think I'm ready. <laughs> so in the one year mm-hmm. a little bit plus that you've been watching korean dramas now yeah what is something that you've learned discovered in a korean drama That you have incorporated in your own life?
0: Oh, that's such an interesting question. (laughs) Um, I mean, I feel like a lot of things, you know, I'm learning Korean now. Yes. Uh, I still have a lot to learn, (laughs) but I'm at the point now when, um, you know, where if I'm not looking at the screen when a drama is on, there are usually words I can recognize. Mm-hmm. It's pretty rare for me to be able to recognize, like, the entire sentence. <laughs> yeah. Korean is a pretty complicated and grammatically complicated language. Mm-hmm. Um, but what else have I learned that I have incorporated? I mean, I would I would just say probably, like, Korean snacks and food. Uh, snacks! Eating a lot of ramen uh, and learning how to learning how to do it, zhuzh it up with all Uh the special things Uh and eggs and whatnot. And all my favorite snacks from H Mart (laughs) and Lati Market. But it's definitely, it's had a huge impact on my life, I feel like. And now we're making a podcast. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Maybe
1: the most major. (laughs) P.S.
0: so
1: delightful yeah yeah
0: well this has been so fun and next time we'll be back with another episode focusing on an actor but i think it's gonna be an ani next time Mm -hmm. it's gonna be Mm -hmm. a lady but i don't think we should should we reveal
1: no i think we should just keep it in suspense
0: yeah keep it in suspense maybe we'll put some uh some hints out on the, the Instagrams mm-hmm. for you, yeah. which, yeah, but you should
1: follow us. Oni's on Opa pod.
0: Yes. Oni's on Opa's right. pod.
1: Yeah. Uh, at Instagram. We do love the Instagram. Please chat us up on there. Yeah. You'll find us there.
0: Definitely message us and let us know what you thought of this episode, what your favorite Kim Son Ho scenes are. Mm-hmm. You can send us some little reels if you want yeah. of him. Oh my gosh, Susie. Oh what? We almost ended the episode and I didn't even mention the toothbrushing
1: scene. Oh, I mean the, the toothbrushing the song. song. Oh dead toothbrush song. I like was gonna mention it and then like we went into something else. I know. But Oh my gosh, look it up on YouTube people. Like just that scene. You don't need to watch the whole drama. Just watch that scene independently. It is so delightful. It is you know, you get the essence of the show basically. Yeah.
0: There there is Chief Hong right there Mm -hmm. singing the toothbrush song with all these elementary school kids. Yeah. Adorable or primary school kids. I don't know what they call them anyway. Adorable, yeah, Super adorable. The best. Hugh, what a relief that I remembered. Yes. But anyway, <laughs> send us that reel if you want, or your other favorite Kim's on Ho reels. Mm-hmm. Tell us his your favorite scenes of his. Tell us about your favorite opas, mm-hmm.
1: because we want to know. You know, make your case. If you want us to cover somebody, mm. make your case. Why should we do it? I mean, we'll probably do it anyway. But... <laughs> But let us know why you love this Opa, this Oni, whoever you would like to hear us gab about, mm-hmm. our opinions about, because this is our opinions. <laughs> it's only our opinions. It's true. But please do
0: <laughs> yes. tell us, please your, us your favorite Onis and your favorite Opas. Yes. Um, because, you know, as she said in Reply 1988, Kim Sung Sun Young. Yes. Okay, you ready for this? Chow da 다 오빠 아닙니까? 네.
1: 네. 그럼요. Yes,
0: the answer is yes. If they're handsome, aren't they all called Opa? Yes, Yes. they are. Come back next time and we'll talk about some more. (laughs) Annyeong! Annyeong!